This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. General Motors posted its earnings for last year, and there's good reason for optimism in the numbers. Sales fell 11%, and that dragged down revenue by 10%. Yet, GM boosted its operating profit by 21%, thanks to slashing expenses by $16 billion. And its net profit of $6.3 billion was down by only 5% from 2019. GM has been bragging that its financial discipline has put it in a position to ride out significant downturns in the marketplace. And these numbers sure bear that out. Is Apple really interested in getting into the automotive industry? Well, you bet it is. Its autonomous test cars racked up more than 18,000 miles last year, according to the California Department of Motor Vehicles. Even so, that's nothing compared to Tesla or GM Cruise, which drove more than 770,000 miles, or even Waymo, which drove nearly 630,000 miles. The California DMV requires AV companies to report how many miles they drive and how many times they have to disengage and let a human being take over. While disengagement is not a great stat to measure, it's the only one we've really got. Apple's cars disengage every 118 miles. Crews averaged over 28,000 miles between disengagements for the year. But by the second half of the year, they got that up to 60,000 miles. And in the fourth quarter, they had zero disengagements. And that shows real progress for autonomous technology. You know, we thought GM had done a good job of dealing with this semiconductor chip shortage that is crippling the automotive industry. But even GM is running out of chips. Instead, we should be praising Toyota's purchasing department. Reuters reports that thanks to planning ahead, Toyota has a four-month supply of chips. Toyota says it's not expecting to see a hit in production, but it warns there are risks ahead. And with its most popular models still running down assembly lines, Toyota raised its full-year profit forecast by a whopping to know what drives your testing ota connected car diagnostics remote testing intrepid control systems is here to help you work from anywhere intrepid control systems driven by your data the world is changing at an ever-increasing pace no matter what the mode of transportation there is always the need for an efficient propulsion system and that's exactly what borg warner has been doing since the earliest days of the automotive industry Audi fully revealed the all-new e-tron GT, which shares the same platform as the Porsche Taycan. As a result, the two vehicles 
share a lot of styling similarities, especially in the side silhouette and rear end, although you will notice a different lighting signature. The e-tron GT also has a new front end look with an inverted grille in body color that's surrounded by a gloss black finish. We wouldn't say there's anything revolutionary about the interior, but it does feature a nice layered look with 12.3 inch instrument display and 10.1 inch center screen. The Audi and Porsche share much of the same hardware as well. The e-tron GT has a front and rear electric motor with a two-speed transmission mounted on the rear axle. As far as we know right now, there will only be two versions at launch. The standard version combines for 350 kilowatts of power and will do 0 to 60 in 3.9 seconds. The Performance RS version has 440 kilowatts and will do 0 to 60 in 3.1 seconds. Both feature a 93.4 kilowatt-hour battery pack with 85 kilowatt hours of usable space, which is estimated to return 232 to 238 miles of EPA range. For those of you who've got the Taycan numbers memorized, the e-tron GT is a little slower, but has a little more range. And in terms of price, the EVs are pretty similar too. The e-tron GT starts at $99,900 in the US excluding destination charges and federal tax credit. That's only $4,000 less than the Taycan. The RS e-tron GT is $139,900. Both e-tron GTs go on sale this month in Germany and will reach the U.S. this summer. Speaking of new vehicles, Mitsubishi released pricing for the refreshed Eclipse Cross. In the U.S. market, the base ES trim with two-wheel drive starts at just over $24,500, including destination charges. All-wheel drive adds another $1,600 to that price. That's a base price increase of less than $500, but includes fresh styling and new content. The grille is still quite wild, and the upper section now comes in black instead of chrome. The turn signal and headlamp were removed from the upper assembly and now sit lower in the fascia, while thin DRLs flank the grille. The big change at the rear is that the back glass is no longer split in two. The interior was also freshened up a bit, and Mitsubishi engineers retuned and made updates to the suspension as well. Speaking of new product, be sure to join us tomorrow on AutoLine After Hours for a deep dive into the new Ford Raptor. We've got Tony Greco, who runs the Raptor program, coming on the show. And if you've got questions you'd like us to ask him, send them to viewer mail at autoline.tv or tweet it to us at autoline. Autoline Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over the air engineering, boost your game. Borg Warner, propulsion solutions that support a clean, energy efficient world. And by SAP Industry Cloud for Automotive. The engine in the Honda Civic Type R is one sweet bit of kit, so in 2017, Honda started offering it as a crate engine. But it was only available to Honda Racing Line members and race teams, and it didn't include the controls to run it. Well, the automaker is changing that. Starting May 1st, Honda will sell its K20C1 engine, including alternator, turbocharger, and starter, 
and the ECU wire harness and accelerator pedal to anyone that's willing to shell out the required $9,000. The package can be purchased through HPD's newly established official dealers. Well, uh-oh, could Ford and Volkswagen get cut off from their source of battery cells for the electric F-150 and ID4? Well, LG Chem and SK Innovation are in a big legal dispute. LG accused SK of poaching workers to get inside information about its batteries, and it accuses SK of destroying those documents. SK doesn't deny destroying the evidence, but says it did so before LG filed its complaint and that no critical records were lost. But the judge in the case didn't buy it and ruled in LG's favor. So now the case is being reviewed by the U.S. International Trade Commission, and today it could rule to ban SK from importing cell components for batteries that it plans to make in Georgia later this year. And those cells are supposed to go in the electric Ford F-150 and Volkswagen ID4. A little over two years ago, Hyundai took the wraps off a wild, modular concept vehicle called Elevate that can traverse just about any terrain. Now it's showing off a new concept that's similar called Tiger, which stands for Transforming Intelligent Ground Excursion Robot. Unlike the Elevate, it's unmanned and is designed to deliver goods or deliver aid packages in emergency situations over remote and inaccessible terrain. Tiger can be deployed to remote areas with a drone, and it can travel on the ground with its wheels. But if it gets stuck or can't use the wheels, it has articulating legs that allow it to walk over the ground. The vehicle is being developed by Hyundai's New Horizons Studio in California, along with engineering design software company Autodesk and design experts Sunberg Ferrer. But that's it for today. Thank you for watching.